Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and welcome to the podcast where for 142 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on, guess what? Of course, the NFL Week 6, and of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show, because somehow we keep winning, and this is getting a little weird. I, I'm not comfortable. It's spooky season right now, and I can't believe it might be more opposite season of anything. Let's find out how we are going to quote-unquote lose money this week with bet number one. Bet number one. Okay, usually this is where we would speak to the Pans Rodney Prince, but he has returned to his ancestral land for his honeymoon. And that's how much money he's been winning. He's traveling all the way. But in his stead, I'll be giving my safe and my spicy picks of the week. Let's start with my safe pick. I'm going to be taking the Ravens minus five versus the Giants. I keep checking the standings, and, I, and I, it, the, it keeps saying the Giants are 4-1 somehow. Let's give credit to Brian Dable. Sure, okay, absolutely. And feels like there's a lot of that going around this week. But he's really getting the most out of his roster. Baltimore is really good, but this could be a good reality check for the Giants. Wake Bartondale, he's the Giants' defensive coordinator and, I guess, substitute teacher at Hogwarts, hasn't been particularly great on the outside of pressuring the quarterback. Hey, Guess who knows exactly how to play a blitzing Martindale defense after years of practicing against it? It would be Lamar Jackson. Winks old Ra- the Ravens defensive coordinator, the old Ravens defensive coordinator. And even better now that Ronnie Stanley has returned to bolster the line, Baltimore ranks number two in the passing DVOA and should absolutely light up a bad giant secondary. Like, cr- credit to the Giants' start. This team has been almost certainly getting too much credit now. <laughs> the hidden numbers don't match the eye test. The Giants are winning, but are overrated. The Ravens have only trailed for a literal few minutes all season. Look for Baltimore to hang a big number on the Giants, and I expect this line to hit the key number by the weekend, so don't wait around. I'm getting minus five, but I've already seen five and a half on the market, so I'd be betting it now. And how much do we like this? We're taking the Ravens minus five minus, at minus 110 right now via Bet365, and Ravens team total over 24.5. That's just a little sprinkle because we're really sowing our oats here after weeks of winning. We're going to get to that in a recap. I told you. I told you we would. But good God. Now I'm feeling myself. Now it's like, I'm not only giving the line. Now I'm going to give you an extra bet. Oh, so much more money to lose. Okay, let's go to my spicy pick of the week. The line right now is Cardinals minus three versus the Seahawks. And yes, we are going to be taking the Seattle Seahawks. The incredible, incredible Seattle Seahawks plus three right now. No one can believe this. No one can believe this, but the Seahawks offense is good. I swear. I swear. It, it might be great. Seattle leads the league in offensive DVOA. The Seahawks rank number one in passing DVOA. And ahead of the Ravens, the Bills, and the Chiefs, Seattle has the NFL's most lethal passing attack. And Geno Smith continues to put up incredible numbers that are closer to Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes than all the rest of the NFL mortals. Seattle blocks well. They run the ball well. They hit DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett deep and schemes Geno Smith in a position to succeed. At some point, we have to accept that this is real. Five games feels like that point, especially since Arizona's awful secondary means their defense isn't much better than Seattle's, which, for the record, is garbage. Honestly, I'm not so sure what Arizona is better at other than run defense. Seattle has a, a better wide receivers, has a better O-line, has better coaches, has better special teams, and the metrics say they have a significantly better quarterback right now too. And that must suck because Kyler Murray just got paid a lot of money. Kyler Murray ranks 28th in EPA plus CPOE without turnovers, near the bottom of the entire league. And guess where Geno Smith is? Second. Oof. Seattle leads the league in explosive pass play percentage. 
Arizona's defense allows the second most such play. That is a bad combination. Both defenses stink. Good God, they're awful. But only one team is ready to take advantage of that, and that's Seattle's. The trends you love to see in the spots for the Seahawks, and this is a crazy amount of numbers to throw at you, but here we go. Cliff Kingsbury, coach of the Arizona Cardinals, as a favorite, is 8-14 against the spread. That's 36%. Kingsbury, as a division favorite, is 1-3 against the spread. That's 25%. Pete Carroll, as an underdog, is 43-28-3 and against the spread. Carroll, as a division underdog, is 17-10 against the spread. Geno Smith, here's one. Geno Smith, as an underdog, is 15-10 against the spread. And Pete Carroll, after a loss, is 43-25-4 against the spread. I think this line is way off. I'm going to play Seattle plus three. I'm going to grab the money line as well. Might be hard to find plus three by the time you're hearing my voice because we're already starting to see the line change. But what can we do? We're going to grab this now and grab it while you can. We are taking the Seattle Seahawks plus three minus 118 currently via cool bet. And we're also going to be doing a little sprinkle. Seahawks money line plus 132 also via cool bet. Oh boy. Whoa, look at this. <laughs> okay, a little, little magic here. Okay, never mind. The Panzerhead Prince has texted me his picks. What a degenerate. All the way from his honeymoon. His safe pick is going to be the Indianapolis Colts minus two, of course. And the spicy pick will be the Kansas City Chiefs plus three. Wow. Well, there you go. Just, I, you know, he's probably like, yeah, Chiefs are so good. Pat, Pat Mahomes are going to be throwing touchdowns. Something like that. Okay, there you have it. Straight from the Amalfi Coast, the Panzerhead Prince, everybody. Let's go on to bet number two. Bet. Number two. Now let's welcome on to give his lock of the week is Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, just doing great. We're on a bit of a run. I've got oh, a bit yeah. of a grin and I'm a happy guy. So uh-huh. let's keep it running. Uh-huh. Let's go. Yeah, it's, it's funny how winning, winning approves all our moods. I'm not used to this. This is crazy. I know. What is this losing money with Andrew Bascom all about anyways? Yes. The worst thing we could have ever done is tempted fates by calling it winning money with Andrew Bascom. So I think this is a, some karmic, you know, uh, opposites attract kind of thing here. So let's go. What are you doing? Lock of the week. You, you're on a streak hey, here. There you go. But I'm kind of mixing up because I kept on getting all these dogs and I was winning and they're going, oh, how are you mm, taking dogs? Mm. How can you be Charlie Chalk? <laughs> so I am going to take some chalk this week just to help you guys out okay. a bit here. My, my lock okay. of the week. Yes. Are the defending Super Bowl champions. <laughs> I don't find that funny. At Charlie. minus 10. Oh, buddy. I, I The Rams against a pathetic, no coach, no quarterback, yeah. one and yeah. four, Carolina. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm taking Carolina this week. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> they, then your people oh, will be happy good. with you. Um, oh, I love this. I just want everyone to know at home, though, we do not pre-plan this. That is so perfect uh, that, of course, we're going to be talking about the same game. So tell me, Charlie, Charlie, why are you taking the Rams? Well, first of all, Stafford's got to get a few more people involved. Uh, Cup's been running mm-hmm. the show as he should. He's the best. But I think uh, yes, this is, is the incredible. chance. Robinson gets in. They signed him. They've got to play him. they got to throw the ball to him. And they can do mm-hmm. this now because... Absolutely, Carolina's secondary has been beat up, and it's the biggest concern. I mean, even Jimmy G threw against them and did well. So Stafford's (laughs) going to look like uh, the new – the the best thing on the block, even though he's got a bad wing, Mm -hmm. and I think that that will come in very handy. Um, So you've got got a good offensive team who can throw the ball, even though Stafford might be a bit – banged up on his in in his elbow and they have no defense on the other side of the ball i'm not sure really where you're going because they do have a coach who absolutely (laughs) well they got a fill in let's say that and they've got Mm -hmm. pj walker yep pj walker yeah he can run the Mm -hmm. ball he can't throw the ball so we're in trouble there Mm. too 
Um, and then basically the whole Carolina defense is beat up when their safeties are out. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, that yeah, uh, Stafford might have no problem at home covering. So you think this is the game where they bounce back, huh? I would say this is probably the easiest easiest team they could play. I mean, yes, at this point, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, I'm going to be taking the Panthers minus 10.5. That's a number I've seen out there. Or, excuse me, plus 10.5. Why in the world by taking minus 10.5? Uh, okay, I promised you we wouldn't get another chance to fade Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield as favorites as both are gone now. I told you that, and I promised you, and it came true. Rule was fired Monday, and Mayfield is sidelined with a, and I cannot exaggerate this enough, quote-unquote injury. So it's Steve Wilkes and P.J. Walker season, baby. Wow. That news has moved this line towards the Rams, even more so, and I'm not sure it should have. Can the Panthers really be worse? Can the Panthers really be worse than the they were former XFL star Walker is actually two and zero at both against the spread and straight up in his career starts, and his career inter- interception rate is six point three. That's horrendous. So you want to bet on a pick or two? Just heads up on that. Wilkes is three and thirteen straight up. Well, that's bad. Wait, what am I getting at here? Well, it's because teams are fifteen and seventeen straight up in the game after firing their head coach midseason in the past one years. Oh. Now you say fifteen and seventeen. That's not very good, right? Oh, that's a losing record. Well, considering those teams were 87, 231 before that, that's. 27% combined before that, this dead cam- cat bounce is absolutely real. And oh, hey, speaking of looking completely lifeless, the Los Angeles Rams, everybody. I'm worried about this team. Now 25th in both passing and rushing DVOA, a completely tepid offense. Are we sure the Rams should be a double-digit favorites against anybody? McVay has failed to cover five of his last six meetings as a 10-point favorite, and the Rams haven't won by this much since almost Thanksgiving last year. I'm pairing the Panthers cover, and I like the under, by the way, too. The Rams defense has been good. Carolina's defense has been stout. That's totally fine. McVay unders are 13-6 and six, with a total of 45 or lower. If this game goes under 41, it'll be awfully difficult to cover such a large spread. I like the Panthers plus 10.5, and, and I like the 41. And maybe if you par- parlay those together, it's plus 245. But now we're feeling cheeky. Let's just go with the Panthers, play, Panthers plus 10.5. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about here? Hang on. Okay, what? we'll go the under, under 41 just because Carolina probably <laughs> yeah. might get a touchdown. And I that'll be a running one at that. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, probably. 35 to 3, yeah, they'll keep it under. But this is absolutely, I don't know where you, your numbers are right. But they're just throwing uh-huh. them out. They're garbage. It means nothing. <laughs> this coach is fired. Not fired. They have no chance. Baker can't do it. No one can do it. They go through quarterbacks like. Uh, yeah. So I just don't see Rams have been there. They're not playing well. This is their day, and everything turns around for the LA Rams and Stafford. And oh. I'll tell you, I just sorry, Andrew. Your numbers—they're not worth <laughs> what you just wasted your breath on. I completely agree that the Rams will probably turn it around. There is talent on this team. The defense is really good. They just got to figure out the offense, which is McVay's specialty. I just think this line is just really high. I, that's my only thing. Well, I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't think so. You've, again, you're forgetting yeah. one thing. They don't have a coach that, and they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. In this league, you need a quarterback to win, number one. And they're yeah, not going to get there. So yeah. let's not beat that up. It looks like it, okay. it is the pick of the week, and I'm, I really are surprised yeah. at you that they Carolina is going all the way to L.A. And no, it's not going to be a good one. <laughs> all right, Charlie, you got anything else that maybe we do agree well, on? Well, we might sprinkle a little bit on, uh, again, we'll go back to two excellent teams, Tampa Bay minus eight against Pittsburgh. Oh, I mean, nice chalk. T- hey, you got to live with this guy, Charlie. Hey. Uh, Tampa Bay minus eight. Uh, they're not Buffalo, but the Pittsburgh's nothing. I, there's huge problems in yeah. Pittsburgh. Um, Pickett looks good, but he's Tampa Bay's too good a team. Done. And Tom Brady does not care. So, and then the other one, San Francisco Mm -hmm. only minus five and a half against Atlanta. 
Uh, again, San Fran's defense is outstanding. I don't even know how many passes Mariana's going to throw this week, but it'll be under 10. Bet that. <laughs> because they're going to they're gonna be all over them. It's trouble, trouble, and San Fran's just warming up. And now Jimmy G's learned the playbook, so five and a half is another lock. Oh, there you go. Well, it wouldn't be a Charlie Chalk pick without three favorites. Three large favorites, too. Large how about that? favorites, yes. <laughs> well, you're coming off a two-in-one week. You've been hot this season, so... There you go. Listen to Charlie out there. Charlie, thank you so much for coming on, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Andrew, good luck with your bets. We will talk next week. Time to read some odds. Now we're from our sponsor in an app I use all the time, BetStamp. Here at Losing Money, we always talk about the importance of line shopping. You got to make sure that you're getting the best number when placing a bet. And you know what? I'm not just like saying these words. I actually used BetStamp to get all the lines for the episode. All the lines that the guests are using and I'm using are coming from BetStamp. Now, what does it look like? Well, obviously, you just open it up. You see all the books that they provide. Tons and tons of books. And you find the best number, the best odds that you like. You can click on the link right there and go right to the sportsbook to place your bet. That easy. And when signing up, please use the promo code ANDREWB so that you can help support the podcast along the way. Also, we post all of our picks at Losing Money WAB on Twitter, on Instagram every day. But if you want to track how we're doing, and heads up, we're probably losing money, babies, or track how other bettors are doing, you could do that right through the app as well. Download the BetStamp app today and use the promo code Andrew B. Bet number three. I feel like I'm going crazy because I've been saying this about every guest, but this one, maybe more than the others. Welcome on my red hot guest here, the Gambler. Gambler, how you doing? You know, I'm doing I'm doing great. I wasn't sure I was going to come on the podcast this week because right now I, yeah. I can't help but feel like I'm the captain of the Titanic. Oh, yeah. And, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody's boarded the ship. Uh, Brandy's been served. We're wearing our smoking mm-hmm. jackets. Ooh. Everyone's having a great time. Lovely. But there is a yeah. just omnipotent iceberg staring us down and i feel like we're on a collision course because this this streak is unsustainable oh you know what i you know it's funny i was thinking about icarus the other day and uh when he flew too close to the sun i think people are forgetting they only remember the first part that he crashed i think they're forgetting the other part he flew so i think we're at the part where we're flying right now Uh, i'm not worried about what the next step is going to be so i totally understand that with the titanic because you know what it's probably a beautiful cruise until it crashed so here we are Absolutely winning our pants off right now and ready to crash. So obviously you're probably going to play super conservative. You're going to do a two game tease and we're going to take the under in both, right? That's what we're going to do. We're, we're, we're going to, we're going to go back to the book, back to the basics. Uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. We're going to, we're going to just, we're going to present a buffet. Mm-hmm. Of picks, Wonderful. Uh, and, and just, uh, you know, at this point spit in the face of the betting gods and, and reek, uh, you know, reap our, uh, Reap their justice. So, um, okay, okay. Where are we starting? Game number one: Buffalo on the road at KC. Over oh, under yes. fifty three. This one's pretty straightforward. We're going to tease the over down to forty seven. I don't think I need to go into detail. Take the over and enjoy the game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be one of my legs and my teaser as well. So no argument here. I, I love it. it. Scares me. We both have it, but there we go. So both. So we're going to go uh, over the forty seven there for Buffalo and KC. Game number two, Cardinals yes. laying three okay. as they travel to oh, Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. I love Seattle in this spot. I, I love Seattle with the T's getting nine. You are averaging or you are getting 
north of 60% odds on Seattle right mm-hmm. now against the spread based on those met on those stats. We are teasing Seattle up. We're crossing the magic line of seven. I, I mm-hmm. hope that's clear for even the mathematically challenged. Oh, I love that. There you go. Okay. So I already took Seattle earlier in the episode. Uh, so there we go. We're right on the same page. So there's your two game teaser feeling very nice right there. I, I got to imagine you're going to be adding on to it. We're going now to the next layer of the cake. Game number three, Baltimore okay. laying okay, no. six yeah. against the oh, surprisingly mighty G-men. Um, uh-huh. I like Baltimore as a pick here. I, I mean, I hate teasing favorites. It's kind of a, a, a no-no. But I, I cannot imagine that the New York Giants are going to beat the Packers and then in the week and the following week beat the Ravens. I know crazy stuff happens mm-hmm. in London. I just I don't see that as a plausible scenario. I think Baltimore's offense is deadly. I think Baltimore's kind of sputtered a little bit. But go look at the stats of a team coming off a game in London. They're not pretty. No, no. You're, no, no, you're no. getting the number two passing DVOA in the Ravens. You're you're they're playing mm-hmm. a team. So we talked about looking at matchups in the past. Well, what are the Giants D? What do they love to do more than anything? They love to blitz. Well, what are the Ravens good at? They're good at absolutely cutting you up when you blitz them. Yes. I look at the Giants again, coming back from London. I think they're one of the most overrated teams. I look at the Ravens, a little bit of an underachiever right now. So I like the Ravens as a pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also had the Ravens earlier. Uh oh. Oh God, that's a lot. That's a lot of crossover it's right there. Not good. Please switch it up. Do safe. No, not good at all. Safe. Please, if there's another leg, you got to switch. Game. So so that one is uh, plus two forty on yeah. the three game. Plus 240. Okay. Game number four, Jacksonville on the road. Oh, no. To, at mm-hmm. Indy, getting three. Yep. You know, you knew we were going to bet on it without the without the pants yeah. prints. And I love the Jags getting nine. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about yeah. a team that absolutely rolled the Colts in game one. Shut them out, that, yeah. which is insane in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think the Jags have mm-hmm. struggled the last few weeks. The offense hasn't been great. Yeah. The defense has been consistent. The defense has still done their part. And I was surprised to see this. The Jags lead the league in forced turnovers. Wow. Wow. Ironically, the Colts are dead last in turnovers. So the Colts lead the league in turnovers. So I think it's, again, it's an interesting matchup. It's a rivalry game. I, I mean, you know, the Colts are dead last in both passing and rushing DVOA go Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. and yep. I just don't see if the Colts win I don't see them winning by a large margin I love the Jags plus nine. Well, there we go Jags plus nine that's a four-leg tease right now you must you must stop you crazy person you have to stop now we are at the precipice getting plus 260 oh, and now yeah, yeah, yeah. we go to the, the final round. We come to the, the coup yeah. de gras, if you Peace will. Peace resistance, yeah. Game number five. Wow, crazy. Madness. Cincinnati traveling to none other than the Superdome. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And we are looking at the line 43 at the time of taping. I love the under. We're teasing the under up. So we're taking under 49. Both teams have struggled offensively. Mainly the Bengals. I mean, yep. they have hugely underdelivered, but both teams' defenses have risen or or have been have been steady. Right. The Bengals unders are five and zero this season. 
The Bengals can't run. The Bengals are having a hard time passing. The Saints D has been super tough to play against. Give me the under 49. Okay, there we go. And what is that fifth leg? What are the odds on that fifth leg? Five game, six point tees. Plus four hundred. Wow, plus four hundred. This would be this would be truly monumental. This would be really something. History and losing money with Andrew Bascom podcast history. That'd be something. Okay, five leg tees. Holy God, mine's only a four leg tees. Don't you worry about me. Just a simple old, you know, <laughs> blue collar four leg tees. Super conservative. <laughs> just su- yeah. Oh my goodness, it would be crazy. I, I can't. We're gonna get in a fight over Thanksgiving because I'm super conservative over here. So, all right, my four game four point tees plus two fifty right now. Like I said, I also have Buffalo AKC over 49. Mahomes over lines uh, above 51 are 26-18-1. He's the most profitable quarterback when it comes to that stat. And Allen's overs are 6-4-1 and one with that number. And the four meetings between these two teams have gone 3-1 and one over that over, averaging 60 point ca- points per game. So there we go. I'm also going to be taking Jacksonville plus 7. Oh, God. Oh, boy. That feels weird Elvis. to say. Uh, the Colts rank dead last in both... Oh, it's, it's just a bad omen. The Colts rank dead last in both passing and rushing DVOA offensively. It's an abject disaster, right? And Indianapolis can't block anybody. And even though Jacksonville has stumbled in the past couple weeks, the Jaguars' defense has remained terrific. Jacksonville leads the league with unforced turnovers, like you said, 11%. And the Colts right down last in turnovers with 11% of their own drives. So Jacksonville plus seven. The other ones that are kind of different, thank Christ, is Pittsburgh plus 13 versus oh, Tampa it. Bay. Now you oh, think. Oh, I love it. Yeah, you I like that? <laughs> okay, good. I Because I think Pittsburgh looked awful last week, right? Well, that's the same at Tennessee. They, what's the common occurrence there? The Buffalo Bills might be pretty good. You know, I think the other one is... Kenny Pickett has a lot, it has his little hands very full. He's got little hands, and his hands are very full in the matchup against the number one pass defense in the league of DVOA. Tom Brady should be also having target practice against a completely banked up Steelers secondary. Yet, it smells absolutely like another Mike Tomlin underdog spot. Tomlin is 37-15 and 15 against the spread as an underdog from week five forward, and he's even better at home. He's nearly unbeatable at 13-2-1 against the spread, winning the last six outright. It's just a crazy comeback spot. Also, the Bucks team is coming off a three-game homestand and a spot that's gone 32-17 and 17 against the spread for the home dog there as well. The last pick, the fourth pick, it's going to be the Jets plus 12 against Green Bay. Does Green Bay suck? Is Green Bay bad? I don't know, maybe. The post-London trend, that's really the thing that we're jumping on here. The post-London trend tells us that they t- take the opponent team total over against a tired and jet-lag defense. That hit for both teams last week and is now 6-1 and one overall. Every post-London team, every post-London team has been tied or trailing in the fourth quarter of the following game. And that means the Jets should score and stick around against a Packers team that hasn't really dominated anyone yet. There you go. There you go. Jets plus 12. That's my last leg of my four-game four-point tease. Right, between the Steelers pick and the Jets pick, it's 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 a glorious selection. Uh, and, yeah. and I mean, that that London curse is real. That, that Those stats don't lie. Oh, it's real. Well, there is something to be said because so what the, the the operations of this is that the NFL gives the team the choice. Do you want your buy after the London game as some kind of like, we're sorry, we're making you play in London. And some teams say yes. And some teams said no. And last week, it, the Packers said no. So here we are. I, I just I think there's something to be jumping on. Absolutely. And, and it just it, it boggles the mind when teams don't opt to take their buy coming off of London, knowing the oh, yeah, same stats it. that we have access to. So you're, you're basically yeah. setting yourself up for a loss. And, and I just don't get that. Absolutely. Speaking of setting ourselves up for a loss, I hope you, I wish you nothing but the best with your five game teaser that you're throwing at us this week. Uh, you're really doing uh, yeoman's work this week. I cannot wait to talk next week and see how we're doing. I, 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 I'm sure my hubris will will come back to haunt me, and all I can hope is that I'm one of those lucky few that made it off a life raft when the ship sank. 
recap. Okay, here's how the guests and I are going to lose money this week. I have the Ravens minus five versus the Giants, the Seahawks plus three against Arizona, the Panthers plus ten and a half versus the Rams, and I have a four-game four-point plus 250 teaser, Buffalo KC over 49, Jacksonville plus seven, Pittsburgh plus 13, and the Jets plus 12. The Panzerati Prince, texting all the way from halfway across the world, has his safe pick of the week being the Colts minus two, and the spicy pick of the week being the Chiefs plus three. Charlie Chalk has the Rams minus 10. Hmm, okay, going right against me. I take that personally. He has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight and the San Francisco 49ers minus five and a half. The Gambler really feeling himself, really putting himself out there. Has Buffalo KC over 47, like that so far. Has Seattle plus nine. I also like that as well. That's the first leg of his teaser. The second leg is he's adding Baltimore as a pick'em for plus 240. The third leg is Jacksonville plus nine for a plus 260, and the fifth leg, oh my goodness, is a plus 400 with Cincinnati, New Orleans under 49. Got it? Good. Record check. Oh, these record checks have been a lot of fun recently. It's funny, when you start making money, you love telling people about it. You love being obnoxious, which is what exactly I am trying to do, and doing very well at that, might I tell you. So last week, on episode 141, we took our picks for the NFL Week 5, and we all did really well again. I took the Dolphins minus 3, which is a loss. Woo, what a way to start that one. But I had the Titans minus 2.5, which is a winner. The Falcons plus 9.5 against Tampa Bay, which is a winner. And my three-game, four-point, plus 175 tees, well, that's a lot of words, was also a winner with the Seahawks plus 10, Browns plus 7, and Ravens plus 1. That's a winner. I'm 3-1 and one on the week. I'm happy as hell. The Pants Ready Prince, celebrating his new wedding, went 2-0. That's incredible. And Charlie Jock went 2-1. He had Tennessee minus 2.5 as well. And he had Dallas plus 5.5. His loser was Philadelphia minus 5, not being able to cover against Arizona. The Gambler. Now, this is where it gets a little confusing. And you just heard him being a real horse's ass, trying to really milk this for all it's worth. But he had a two-game six-point teaser at minus 120 with Casey and Jacksonville. The Jacksonville game under 50, excuse me. He added one more for a plus 160 for Dallas 11.5. Well, they won outright. No problem at all. And then he also had Chicago plus 13 for a plus 260. He won all three teasers. Now, a little confusing here because KC minus one is a push, right? But they still give you back a portion of your winnings on each one. So you still, it's still technically a winner. You're just not winning as much money as you should. He just keeps on winning. I can't believe it. He's one of the few guests where I have on like, you know what? He needs a loss. Let's let's take him down a peg. Now over to at losing money WAB. That is our free daily picks on Twitter and Instagram. We went 4 0 for plus four units. Holy God, what is happening right now? I will say, Monday and Thursday night footballs have been great for us so far. Uh, unders have been coming in huge on those. We've just been unconscious on those. So those are great. I do have an outstanding number of golf bets that you've seen on the Bet Stamp app or on at losing money WIB, like I just said, on Twitter and Instagram. So I'll probably lose all of those. I'll be brought back down to even and eating crow, but as long as you're hearing my voice right now, I'm 4-0, baby. Oh, boy. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money this week on the NFL Week 6. And just to bring back to at losing my WIB, there is a ton of stuff going on right now. Basketball's back. Hockey is back. Playoff baseball. And there's an amazing boxing match this weekend. So just... Stay with us. We're going to be losing lots of money online as well. This week was about the NFL, but next week we'll be coming back with some MMA talk and boxing as well. In the meantime, subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WAB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. Also, download the BetStamp app today and tell them Losing Money with Andrew Bascom sent you by using the promo code Andrew B. We'll be back next week on Friday with a double-dose episode. We'll be talking about the NFL Week 7, and we'll be talking about the really highly anticipated UFC 280. Have fun losing money, and we'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet.
Then for the game you'll be all set Even though he may help you choose Remember you still may lose Furnished by Sad Styles Productions Get into it!